We live in a world where language and communication have become politically correct. We say bullshit. This is In the Trenches. We talk about what we want, how we want. How we want. Real and raw. From the military to veterans, society, spiritual, government, education, and everything in between, we're having real discussions about it all. Let's do this. This is In the Trenches. And now your host, Jossium. Hey, how's everyone doing today? Welcome back to In the Trenches. That's what I said, In the Trenches. In the Trenches here is where we say what we want and how we want. And, and when we wait, when we say it, we're saying it real and raw, having discussions about the government, business, education, military, and everything in between. I am your host, Jasim. And I have a very, very, very special guest today. Once again, her name is Misunderstood. Misunderstood. How you doing today? I'm great today, and I'm ready to get down and dirty in these trenches. Let's talk. All right. Well, we about to get ready to start with this. Today's episode is Should Men Really Dictate a Woman's Body? And this comes from... What just recently happened on the, you know, the Supreme Court overturning the Roe versus Wade. Now, if you don't know, you know, what took place, the Roe versus Wade was a landmark decision of the Supreme Court in which the court ruled that the Constitution of the United States generally protects the liberty to choose to have an abortion. The decision struck down many federal and state abortion laws and fueled up ongoing abortion debate in the United States. So now that is what today's topic is going to be after what's going on. So misunderstood. Let's roll with it. Ready to roll with it and rock with it. Somebody better rock with it, roll with it, and get it out of the way because we can't. Listen, what they don't understand is, regardless of however they want to dictate something, they're not looking at it all the way through. You, you understand? Like I understand what we mean by we don't want to abort babies, but is there a reason why babies be? Our babies are being aborted because whatever that reason is, then we are saying that we are disregarding that reason and we want you to do it anyway. We want you to put yourself in this situation anyway. So what happens if that mother is not able to actually do that? And now the mother is going to have the whole postpartum midlife breakdown 
because now you've made her, you you forced her into another situation. Now, there's so many different ways when you look at it. You would just have to look at it through God's eyes and say, if you are going to go all the way through with something, you should go all the way through with something. If you are not going to go all the way through with it, you should have the option to do something else. You should. Now, is that the best option, the abortion? I'm not really sure. You know, because like from a person who's been inside of an abortion clinic, Mm -hmm. There's absolutely positively too many people getting abortions. And if it is so crowded (laughs) that I was there, and when I asked the lady, what is going on? She told me that it's always like that. So if it's always like that, and the day that I was there, there was not one, there was not one piece of section of the floor or the room that you could you that you could sit. People were actually sitting on the tables. They were in the chairs. They were sitting around, along across the woodwork. Wow! And it it was it was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It was overwhelming. But some of us like have a medical situation, you know. And then I heard that uh, within all of the the underlines of what's going on, there's an exemption in it. I guess if it's a health crisis. Because a lot of us, like I take so much medicine that I've been, they've been putting medicine inside of me to supposedly make me well enough for that I can live. That if I was to have a fetus, I would be contaminating the fetus automatically because of all of the different medicine that is already inside of me. So they're saying, (coughs) so it was better, it was better for me to abort the baby rather than have the baby. Mm-hmm. That, that was the medical decision. Okay, you know, so, so let me ask you this, and, and, and I'm and I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate. On, yeah, on somebody this. devil's advocate. Okay, if if you all don't know, if you just tuning in, you're listening to in the trenches. I have my special guest, misunderstood. And who is also an author of Surviving Tough Times on your March Get Set Go. So if you listening to this, check out that that book on Cozy Corner Publishing on their website. But misunderstood. Let me let's let me do it this way for as devil's advocate. Now, wouldn't it make sense that if this is such an issue? then they should be targeting the fact of having a better understanding of a like sex education class in schools and things of that nature. Because it seems to me the United States is the, is the largest is the only country with the largest amount of people of young folks that are having babies, having babies and having this type of issue compared to other countries before even gets to the point of an abortion. Don't you think that it should be something that needs to be done prior to that? I'm just playing devil's advocate. That that's a good that's a good way to do it. That's a good advocate. Look, because that's the that's like the, you know how people have meetings about meetings, mm-hmm. but then there's a that really wants to get to the bottom of the issue. Right. That's how you get to the bottom of the issue because now you're now you've taken it out of. 
stopped you before you even gotten in the bed and let you know that there's a different way of getting in the bed. So that right there is the answer of all answers. But maybe now because if they put an order in that 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 says that you cannot do it this way, mm-hmm. that then is your hand to make sure that there are so many different programs on the other way so that you never get one into the situation and then lo and behold if you do this is the alternative for that like mm-hmm. that's a, that's a good way of easing people's tension mm-hmm. right now about my body my choice because now it's going to be the choice not to do the lay down to, to be in the situation. So it is your choice, but it becomes my body, my choice. But as a younger person, giving me the onus to make those choices and decisions that I don't want to fall into the, that trap of what they're showing me. Because this is not something that just happens. Like, you know, the whole sex ed thing has been going on for a long time. I remember when I first started my, when I first started teaching, I had to fill in for, I was like a permanent substitute. And the lady, she was a phys ed teacher. Because you do know that a gym is the place that you have this class, right? When we were, mm-hmm. when we were growing up, we called gym. We called it gym. But right. when I got there, they explained to me how what they did and where they worked out was the gym. But they were mm-hmm. physical educators. And so from that moment, I learned all about physical education and one of those sections, like semesters in there, is about sex ed. Mm-hmm. And the unfortunate part is we're talking about 22, 20 years ago, you know, that I was actually in front of the classroom teaching sex ed to another 20 years when I was sitting in sex ed mm-hmm. because the I, the same video I showed the kids is the same video that I watched. Gotcha. So now, fast forward another, now that's like 40 years. Is this the same video? Are we watching a video? Is there sex ed? You know, like, because I don't have the, the inside scoop on, are they still doing sex ed that way? Mm-hmm. I definitely that 20 years, my younger the, the same video I showed those kids was the same video that I remember seeing. Because I remember telling them about Sunflower and that the Sunflower changed my life. Now, in, like, in, what do you mean? well, let me ask you this. Do you, do you feel also that the accountability should be still placed back on the individual? You know, for young people, it should be the parents because, you know, parents nowadays try to be more friends than being a parent and it gets into a lot of problems to open up a lot of doors that shouldn't be open you have adults who just react and don't think but the accountability is placed on on someone else than them accepting accountability for themselves so far as like, like what we're talking about should men dictate a woman's body how how do you think that should play in regards to that? The sad part is men should just be quiet. If men stop talking, then then they will like 
See, the problem right now is it's because the men are doing it. And I guess that's why everyone is upset. But if the women would take the charge to actually guard our bodies, you know, teach our young ladies how to respect themselves in a different manner so that they are not in the situation. You know, mm -hmm. those are all ways that women can do it. The, the problem is the lawmakers are these men. So how do you stop, how do you stop laws from being made? You go to the polls and you vote. You, you know what I mean? So the men are setting the precedent. They are not going to dictate anything because the only way they dictate it is that everybody gets mad, everybody throws their hands up, and then nobody moves or reacts to the fact that they can go to the poll and vote that out. They can make sure that they vote that out. Like, shout out to Joe Biden because he actually did try to at least say, you know, I'm gonna make an executive order on this. Like nobody is really gonna actually be reprimanded for this stuff that's going on. Because without exception mm -hmm. is what makes it wrong. Gotcha. You understand? Without exception is where you where you then draw the line. You have you there's gotta be a line drawn. But mm -hmm. damn it. Like the ten-year-old that was that was uh, that was raped and then got pregnant. Mm -hmm. We don't even have the right conversation to have a brain to say that now. Not only is she ten, but now she's been she's been violated because she was raped. Now she's about to be violated even more because now you're about to put our ten-year-old body through the process of having a whole baby. Mm -hmm. She's dead. Gotcha. She's still in her adolescence. You know what I mean? So without exception is the problem. If you think, you know, if you think about it, like I know that there was a, there was like something, I think in like PA, it was, you would either, it would need to either been incest or you were, you were raped. And then it was like the insurance company would pay for it. But other than that, you could get it done, but you had to pay out of pocket. Like, and that's how, and that's how it was. So to hear that they're doing so much, the sad part about it is the only reason why they're really doing this, you do know, is so that we don't talk about what's going on down in Washington about the January 6th trial. Y'all do you do do that right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. You gotta watch when people do when when America does things that 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 put you in a tangy. Mm -hmm. You step back and ask yourself what's really going on, mm -hmm. and they don't don't want us to pay attention to it because they're all forms of distractions. They're just like Correct. the school shootings, unfortunately. Right. You know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, when they don't want you to know something that's happening. Somebody mm -hmm. is going to get shot. Understand that. Like, it's happening. Like, that is historical. So right now, yeah. you're going to even overturn it or even try or attempt. Because, like I said, if women show back up at the poll, it doesn't matter what those justices want to say. The vote is mm -hmm. going to come popular. Like, the, uh, the uh, what is that? The opinion? The opinion uh -huh. poll, you know? Like they're just gonna out, they're gonna outjudge them. Mm -hmm. 
regardless of how they want you to do it. I just think that it's a blessing because I'm glad that they decided to review old stuff. How about that? Because they need well, to review how, how do we put God back into the school building. Like, that's what they need to review since they want to take things back 50, 60 years from now. You know, right. look at Put that on the counter. That should be the next one that they want to. Since the justices have done this, and they this is how they this is how they handled it. The next mm -hmm. one I believe the justices should see is how is it that we can put God back in this building, sir? Y'all want to know how we can stop people from shooting up the place? Then we pray in the morning. That's how we do it. So 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 when do we have that chance? Because that's what they did. That's what, to me. That's how I looked at it. I said because you know you got to find. You got to find God in everything that goes on because there's no reason why we're doing any of the things that we're doing. There's no reason why people are getting as crazy and, you know what I mean, out of outlandish as they are, unless there's a reason. So, therefore, if God is still in control, because he isn't in control, uh, no matter what it looks like, he's always going to be in control, right? So, if you look at it and you ask those questions, then you say, wow, I'm going to take this, but understand that the reason why. They are trying to make the abortion thing an abortion thing is they're trying to say that when the embryo is made, that that is a child and they have life. But that's not the truth. And we know that from science. So you're putting it into a situation like that. So we're giving honor to God in all of these different ways right now instead of really honoring God. <laughs> If you think about it, because that's why that's what the that's what the big stand is like. <laughs> they don't want to kill these living beings, mm -hmm. but yet they don't care about the gun laws or anything because the living beings that are grown and walking around here they can die every day and nobody really cares. Yeah, and already not it rules. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand so, what you mean. So how do you do it? Like, are you do, are you really saying that you're pro-life because you believe that we should live life? So if that's the case, then you should be able to be reevaluating re what's going on with these gun laws and the bullet situation or whatever. You know what I mean? I heard somebody mm -hmm. say a long time ago that they should they should uh, tax bullets. I thought he was crazy at one time, but now when you hear that people are getting shot. 80 times, 90 times. I'm thinking, damn, if we did tax the, tax the bullets, maybe they would stop buying them. Maybe it would only be one guy, gunshot and not 60. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, when people get into that pro-life and, you know, I, I, I listen to people. But like I said, I'm a woman. So it's different for me. Because I'm a woman, but there's a lot of women that I know that have never been into abortion. They have never been in the abortion clinic. But to any of the women that have ever been in the abortion clinic, if they be honest and look around and take the mental image of what it looked like the day that they were there, you will understand that something needs to be done about it. Because this can't be the alternative for our mistake all the time. Well, let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you this question. Now, I've heard this, this, this theory right here that we know mm -hmm. that most of the people that basically have abortions 
or as if you break it down by racial groups, the highest race racial group that have abortion is not minority. It is whites. The whites have the highest uh, racial, I mean, highest rate of an abortion and roughly about 39 percent of whites and then 28 percent blacks and 25 Hispanic. And it goes all the way down. But the whites have the highest rate of an abortion. Now, I've heard this theory in regards to the reason for this uh, Roe versus Wade overturning and in, in, in this is because the the racial group that are whites fear that they race is dying out because the minority groups are growing and they will become a minority and they're not a, the majority at once was to force uh, females whom are white to have babies that are white to try to maintain that racial group. Now, this is a theory that I've heard many times in many years. Um, what do you, What is your take on this? You see me shaking my head because the only thing I can think of is that is it right there. Because it's all about the fear of the numbers. They've been watching numbers for a few years now. So if they've been looking at the numbers already, they've already seen it. Like they've been watching it through elections. Like they mm -hmm. have literally holding their breath through elections because they don't have the majority that are out here that possibly can vote. This is another reason why we have shootings in certain areas and certain things happen so that we can be more discouraged and don't want to show up to put our vote in because that mm -hmm. becomes our situation. Because, but, but everything you said, Yasem, is so on point because that is the problem. And, and as long as they, their daughters and their, your, their sisters and every, they keep running and have not having these babies, that's exactly what's happening. Because besides the fact that the other percentage of them are gay, mm -hmm. so, you know, they're sleeping yeah. with each other. So they're right. not trying to reproduce. You know what I mean? Everybody, right. men are men are men. Are men. Like it's mm -hmm. normal that like it's it's almost okay to be gay, but yeah. think about it. We have no lineage because everybody's frolicking, kung fu right. fighting, and sword song, and we don't have babies out of any of this. So right. you guys got to have fifteen years of relationship, but now in your fifteen years relationship, you have no kids because you are not even the right. You're not even set up right. Correct. In order to do so. You understand, but but think now. This is where those parentings are coming from. Mm -hmm. Now we were asking about like if the kids aren't being aborted, then who's going to take care of the children? Right. Got me. So yeah. are there are couples that are waiting to try to go through this thing called life, you and make it as real as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, because a dad and a I got a uh, whatever. I don't even know how they would say that. A, a dad and a dad, I guess, or a mom and a mom. Yeah, that you know would confuse I mean? me. Do you understand? So now, now, not only are you worried about the population, but you're just worried about society in general. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, like there's so like people. Okay, it's funny because uh, I remember one year. I have a teacher, his name was Dr. Kenyatta. 
Dr. Kenyatta stood and he stood on his head in the middle of the stage and literally cussed all of us out upside down. It was, wow. it was the thing ever. He cussed us out about the public school system and how the public school system had us all the way twisted upside down and, and just lost. Wow. He told us. He told us years ago. And, and <laughs> that was in that class. We loved Doc because of that day. Like, you remember the day that he stood on his head and cussed us out? And he started with, goddamn school system has messed y'all up. And he just went in. Now, the things that he was talking about, we mm -hmm. would never have ever imagined that any of that kind of stuff would even have happened or happened. Doc told us about this pandemic that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. He told us about this and on his head. Like, and how we need to be aware of the things that are happening and what that is happening true. And, how, and how it's going to turn around on us. He told us all about it. So to see the Roe versus Wade come down, like he told us about it only because at the end of the day, what is it? It's like history always repeats itself. If you don't That's know true. the story, if you don't know the story, then you don't know where you need to change it. Right. So you're not a student to history. Right. Like, and then it's like his story, whose story, your story, my story, their story. Everybody and has then there's the truth. <laughs> and then the truth. Do you understand? So therefore, now we got his story, his story, his story, his story, and the truth. Mm -hmm. where, where are we losing the battle? We're losing the battle in the in the poll box. We're losing the battle when it comes down, like you said, to the population. Because at the end of the day, the white man is like the in the minority. Because I listen, if I'm walking down the street and I see a blonde-haired kid. I see a kid with blonde hair, blue eyes. He is white. I love him. I'm like, oh my God, look at this little white baby. Like, baby's <laughs> right now. Real rap. Like, and, and I'm telling you, like, everything that's happening is going to happen and it's going to be in honor of God. But right now, you know how things, when, when God is blessing you, mm -hmm. you never can understand it. You got to go through it to turn back around and look at how he aligned all of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, damn, if I had never got fired from that job, if I never got fired from that job, I would have never met this lady that was in the, that was running the register. And then she told me about her son. And then my little sister fell in love with this son's best friend. And now they have triplets that just got signed to go into the NBA. It wouldn't have happened if I never got fired. Mm -hmm. It might have been the worst day of my life, but think of all that happened within it, but we don't see it until it's done. And then we look back and say, God really orchestrates every single thing that goes on in everybody's life in their own time, in their own place, which makes it great. But right now, that is what they call themselves trying to do. When it backfires on them and they start having all of these black babies. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know any other nice way to say that. But when they start having these black babies, because, you know, like they might be married to that white man, but they like James or Tyrone that live down the street. And they've been sleeping with Tyrone 
all the time because the white man is doing whatever he's doing, trying to make money to do whatever. And we know what she's doing. She is having all the fun that she can with John, Jimmy, and James. So mm -hmm. when she does end up pregnant, the best thing for her to do is abort it because at the end of the day, if not, her truth is going to come out. So when they start to see that these babies that they are demanding people to have all become black babies, they don't want to come back to the table with this. Like, okay, we don't have to stop this. We don't right. have to stop this because right. now, now we've really toppled the market. That's how I look at it. That's how I believe. But I believe that what you say, how you say it, what you've heard, all those sources are correct. Mm -hmm. All of those sources are correct because actually I think it's like we have to watch the Mexican vote. I, I think that this last election, they were watching the Mexicans. Like it was about what did the Mexicans vote for? And that's who, that's where they were getting their determination from. So they didn't skip black African-American. And so think about it. That's true. That's true. And, and that gets even scarier because now you're thinking Mexico and then you're thinking Trump and the wall. Right. So right. Ain't nobody trying to hear any of that disrespect right there. And then who's next? You know, then you got Indians that are still here that nobody is really talking to. But at the end of the day, when they start, indigenous people are on their way. Like it's coming. Like so, so what they are trying to do is just hold on to a little bit of American history. Because, you know, that was the lie that they were told. And, that, and because they told it, the only way you can keep it going is that if the story is continuously being told. Now people are telling their truths which is making white man go further and further down the, the, the notch. And then when it comes down to respect of character because of all of the lies now that we, I don't even know if I want to touch it. I'm not messing with these folks because they say, they say, all right, in the trenches, y'all going to have to get up out these, these money, these money waters. So, but, I was, but it's the truth of the matter. And when, when we be able to tell our truth, when everyone is able to sit at the table and tell their truth, then then we'll be okay. Things will turn around. You won't have to strong arm women into doing what they want, what you want them to do, because they will be respectable women that will be, you know, like it used to be. Like it used to be an honor to be a mother. It used to be an honor to have a child, you know? It wasn't like you were sleeping with every Tom, Dick, and Harry, and you didn't want to have the baby. You know, you knew who your baby dad was. Like, you wanted to do it because it was the sanctity of the union that you're in. Like, so when we get back to that, when we get back to that truth, things will look up. Like, we, as bad as we believe that, you know, my body, my truth is mm -hmm. right this second, it will... It, it won't be something that we're talking about. Why? Because people won't be aborting babies because the people that are having them will want to have them. The sex that the people are having to have the babies, they'll be wanting to have that sex so that it's like something that, like I said, that honors the actual gotcha. act of what they're doing. Not just out here gotcha. wild the way that they have it right now. In society, it's okay to wow. It's okay to get buck wild. But it's not okay to be buck wild and try to raise a kid that way. Well, let me ask you this question, this other question now. This other question is now, most people that are pro-life are Christians. 
okay, or, or say that they're Christians. And we we already understand that there are some people who say they're Christians and there's some people who actually are Christians by the way they act, by the way they conduct themselves. But as far as those that call themselves Christians, now to me, in the same logic, and what I mean by the same logic, I look at it like this. How can one be for pro-life? And you mentioned it in their beliefs, but are not pro-life as they claim to be in allowing their actions are response to harming another person because they are not for pro-life. Now, I don't see that. I don't see the logic in, in that thinking, you know, myself, but in that same concept of processing and thinking, how can one claim to be pro-life, but they are the ones that stand by allowing harm to another person based on their color, race, or gender? And then the other question is, does pro-life mean one is for life, not for death? Or does it mean it is for a selective group of people? Because it's the same thought as, all, as it, it, put it like, it's the same thought as someone saying all, all lives matter versus black lives matter. And one is, one is overshadowing the black lives matter to make it less important when in fact, if all lives matter, then black lives wouldn't matter. And it would be an issue that would need to be brought to the attention, whether if it's gun violence in the black community or anything, because they are part of, of all lives matter. But it, it diminished the life of blacks. But I'm looking at it in the same concept as pro-life when people don't agree with it, but they allow harm to another person. Now, if it is pro-life, wouldn't it not be for all life? So why is there a difference in pro-life as someone, or is it someone just doing cherry picking on what life is important to them? So me, logically, it doesn't make sense. What's your take on it? That's, that's, that, that was good because... I like that. I never thought about cherry picking because that's what it that's what it seems to be because it's not blanket across the thing. I have I just, I just I, okay, so I have this thing about black lives matter. Right? Now black mm -hmm. lives do matter because I'm mm -hmm. a black life. You know, black lives do matter. The people that I come in contact with that are black, mm -hmm. they matter. Everybody right. matters, right? But when it comes down to all lives matter, then yeah, you're right. All lives matter is trying to take something away from the Black Lives Matter movement, right? Because they were trying to say it's not just black, but it's really mm -hmm. not just black. As much as as much as I I know that it bothers people for me to say it, but we wouldn't be able to make everything all black if we could because then we'd be just as wrong as they have been. And we have to understand that. And I know that it's hard to understand because there's always that black life that we're thinking about, got me? So that's why black lives matter. But at the same time, our communities are going to hell. True, I agree. So how much do our lives really matter? Forget a protest. 
forget somebody dying in the street and then the people want to bag up because of the fact that they didn't like the fact that they watched somebody die in the street. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the kids in the neighborhood that die in the dead. Those are the black lives that need to matter. Mm -hmm. Like, so we can't live in a community that we believe that stitches get stitches Mm -hmm. and kids is beating up 45, 75 year olds and they're dying. Mm -hmm. And we know where them suckers Mm -hmm. live at and we're not saying anything. No, no, those are the black lives that need to matter. The hell with what these people are talking about marching in the street. So when 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 we talk black lives matter, I'm talking about real, like, no, go get your cousin and tell your cousin he needs to cut it out. Cuz you ain't got to go shoot up the funeral possession. Something else got to go on. That like if black lives matter, we would be talking. We would be out there like grandma, go get your kid. Mm -hmm. Don't feed him after he's done this craziness that you know he out here doing. And then you buying him all the nicest new thing. No, black lives need to matter. So stop the mess. Get out of wherever you are. Take out of your comfort and get away because now I can't say anything to this young man, but this young man is somebody's brother, somebody's cousin. Black Lives Mattering says that we now need to go and get our community and and matter. Want to matter. Make it want to Mm -hmm. matter. You know, because they say all lives matter. I'm thinking, well, damn, all lives ain't lying in the street. All lives ain't just conning and art. You know what I mean? All lives ain't just doing it. And that's why, that's what gets, and that's what gets me. that's That's what when they get that black stuff, listen, I, I got to think about the community of black people because it's funny because, okay, like, so now, you right. know, nigga is a word now, you know, it's a common word now, but you know, there's yeah, a, difference. a big difference between black right. to niggas. Like it's a, it's a difference. Right. You ain't got to be black mm-hmm. to be no nigga. I learned mm-hmm. that a long time ago. Even though they've changed the so definition of it now, like in 2022, <laughs> right? If you look at it now, 2022 is telling you it's about a black person that lives in a certain particular type of area. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, what the hell does that mean? Because when we were kids in Merriam-Webster, it said that there was an ignorant right. person. And Get I remember together. that in the dictionary. What is it? Right. Because we actually went through a, pers- a, a piece of looking mm-hmm. it up to try to figure out what was going on because at the end of the day, it's all about the lie that was being told and how they have to give you a story to keep you in a, a, in a particular mm-hmm. place so that you don't have a victory, you know, you don't have that victor mentality. You have that victim mentality. We want to keep you down. So if we make it like that and then we call you that, then that automatically is saying that you are not mm-hmm. smart. But what did they say? You know, if you want to keep something from a black man, yeah, put it in the book. That, 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 I was taught that years that's ago. Not, that's not something that people say. That's not just something people say. I'm an author of a book. You know how I many people bought my book and probably never even opened it? Mm-hmm. Shout out to all of you that supported the book, and I appreciate you. You're over the Cozy Corner Publisher, and you can go ahead and get you a copy. But you should read the book. It, it's actually something mm-hmm. good to read. Oh, and it's a, it's a 30 day, so you ain't got to sit down and read it all in one swoop. Just read the day. Take the day and kind of let it mule over you. See what goes on in your actions and how it works. Because 
at the end of the day, all lives do matter. But your life got to matter first because you're not going to know anything about anybody if you don't care about you. And that's where we got, and that's the, like, that's where we got to go. We got, even with the abortion thing, the whole nine, like, Christians, unfortunately, Christians are the, <laughs> how do I say Be this? real. I mean, we, we in the trenches. Just be real. Be straight up. I, I'm trying to, but I want to be, I want to be real. Okay. And I wanted to make go sense. Ahead. Because only certain people will hear okay. what I'm saying. Right. Right. I want everybody to hear it. I want everybody to hear it because what it says, okay, so as a Christian, you are a Christian because supposedly you believe in right. Christ, right? So you weren't even a Christian before right. Christ died, right? Mm -hmm. They were just believers, even though we want to say whatever we want to say, but they were just believers because they mm -hmm. believed in what he was saying. So you didn't become a Christian until Christ actually died on the cross. Now, there's a whole lot that falls in that salvation of dying that if we rest on that, half of the stuff that Christians do today mm. wouldn't even exist. Gotcha. I, you know what I mean? From the judgments, from the from the, the laws, the rules, and all the things, if you be honest, half of the things that Christians do today are not like Christ. Mm. They're like man. So they're more like manians instead of Christians. Because if you're a Christian, then you're holding your Christ. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You lead with Christ, which says that there is no situation that is too big for you, and you're coming in as the mediator of everything. Is that what we're doing? No. Christians already got a rule. That's why they're sitting there telling somebody that they can't do something because the way that they're looking at it is as if to say, we're better than you to let you know that you shouldn't be disregarding of this fetus. No. Because it's really not a baby yet. I saw a commercial the other day where it was an embryo talking. I kind of, I, 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 I looked and just was like, oh, shit, this going down. Like, it's going down. They real. He's like, hi, I'm just, a, I'm just a little embryo, but I'll be a baby in a little bit. Da, da, da. And then I'll be here in nine months. And I look, I'm looking at the TV like, did they just do that? But that's what's about to happen. Because now, they, if, if they say that you can't get rid of your child now, now they have to, in the world, show you the life of your child so that you can resonate with this baby. There's so many of us that are not resonating with life in general. So the, one of the greatest gifts of all was life, you, you know, and giving life. Like, that's why I said, so as a mom, you you want to have birth. You want to you want to be pregnant. So all of these things are good. So they would all honor Christ in everything that you do. But like I said, if there's a stipulation on there where it's, you have a thing that there is a no no nonsense of nothing clause, you you you've overstepped because even in Christ, like even if there was a situation that was brought to Christ, he's not just. You know, he's, he's actually going to look at it, talk, judge it out, and then make the decision from there. So, no, you can't just blankly off the board say this is what we're going to do. And then, but uh, like I said, a lot of people rest mm -hmm. on that Christian. But when you look at what they do, they are so far from gotcha. Christ-like that they really are not, to me, 
they might go to church and they do all this stuff and but that becomes mm-hmm. a routine that's what religion is religion is just a routine something that you do religiously it you fall in the routine of it and now this is what you do so when you see christians that are strong on that christian that means they're very routine in what they do they know how to show up at eight o'clock for sunday school you know they know how to start at, at 9 45 for for praise and worship like it's routine they know it you know you stand up for you stand up when the when the choir is processing in it's routine you sit down and then the pastor gets up and he says the little things and then we pray it's routine so we know how to do it that's what religious is all about that's how that's what religion is and whether you did it in the church whether you did it in the masjid whether you did it in the synagogue you know what i mean it's what you're doing religiously and that is your religion so let me ask you but it had nothing to so do let with me Christ. ask you this now this is what i've noticed now i'm and this is what i noticed in, in this episode and, and us talking lastly if the issue of pro-life and pro-choice is such a debate or an issue between the two then why most of this can just be easily resolved, like what we talked about earlier, by having protective sex or not any at all to avoid many of these issues. You know, for example, you know, these new these TV shows, these movies encouraging kids to have sex, um, showing females being raped and et cetera. So what is seen enticing them uh, to act out when they their mental state is in question. And then you have parents that do not monitor what they, their kids are watching on TVs or movies, yet they blame the person, not themselves, to be held accountable. So, so what what is your, your thought on that? Well, well, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have you back for that next one. And I know it's gonna be it's gonna be a very very hot and spicy stepping on toes topic because I have seen I know you have seen and experienced life experience and and all that so we we, we have a good one but before I end I'm li- to all the listeners this is in the trenches I have misunderstood Adrian that is a wonderful 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 person and uh we talked today today about you know should men really dictate a woman's body and um i'll leave you with some questions and then after these questions i'm gonna have miss misunderstood have a, a give you a word of wisdom so this is what i want for you all to think and listen to their listening. Is there really pro-life? And are you really for pro-life? And if so, then why do you sit back and not save all lives, regardless of gender, race group, age group, and etc.? True pro-life is when one is for all and not for some. In other words, pro-life protects all lives no matter what from harm that includes those that claim to be christians lastly how do you really stand upright for all or just are just are just 
You just lay there with your eyes closed. Before we end this episode, you know, join us in our community at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. The links will be provided in the transcripts of this episode. I'll personally, personally want to thank my guests being here, misunderstood, Adrian, and make sure that you get her books, which is entitled Saving Tough Times on Your March, Get Set and Go. And you can purchase that book at Cozy Corner Publishing. Hey, I thank you all for listening, for tuning in to In the Trenches. See y'all in the next episode. Peace. You've been listening to In the Trenches. Real, raw, plain speak without all the political correctness. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, reach out to TS and F Consultant and Management on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So long for now from In the Trenches.